Welcome to the podcast. Pilates for PTs, from business to clinical. Hi, y'all. My name is Stephen Dunn. I co-own Core Therapy and Pilates in Austin, Texas, and I'm the founder of Pilates for PTs. I've been a physical therapist for over 20 years, and I've been teaching Pilates and Gyrotonic in my physical therapy practice for the last 15 years. In this podcast, I interview experts from all over the world so that you can learn more on how to grow your business or how to improve your clinical skills as a Pilates instructor in the physical therapy world. Thanks for listening. So, hey guys, what's up? It's Stephen Dunn from Core Therapy and Pilates in Austin, Texas. And today I have a very special guest all the way from Illinois, Ms. Rachel Miller. And she's a Pilates instructor. She's a physical therapist. And I brought her on today to tell her story. And she's got a great story. And she's got some really great, exciting news and things that are happening in her uh, business right at this current, right in these last few weeks. So, She's just going to tell her story about uh, what Pilates has done for her physical therapy practice and how she might inspire some, uh, some young PTs or PTs that are even old who are looking to um, start a new revenue source in their business, start a new way of doing business, um, get away from the insurance companies. So with that said, I want to introduce Rachel Miller all the way from Illinois. Welcome to the program. How are you today? I'm good. Hello. Excellent, excellent. Now, where are you located in Illinois? I'm in the north, slightly west suburbs, so about 35 miles from downtown. Okay, okay. And that's downtown Chicago? Yeah, so downtown Chicago, I'm about 35 miles northwest. It's called Libertyville. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, and, and so that gets pretty cold up in those parts, right? Chicago, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, well, I'm in Texas. So like it's 102 degrees every day uh, for the last month. So like anything in Chicago to me is like super cold. So uh, that, that, that would say, yeah, really cold for me. Um, with that said, let me ask you this. Were you a physical therapist first or were you a Pilates instructor first? Physical therapist. Okay. So I think I took my, took my first like Matt Pilates class just at a gym that I had joined when I was in PT school okay, and I loved it. Um, I don't think I was doing it totally the right way, but I loved it. Um, and it was like right away I was interested and, and really wanted to learn more. So I was in PT school at the time, didn't have time to learn more. Um, so once I had graduated, I did some PT continuing ed, um, like a physical therapy, uh, Pilates course. Um, and I liked it but it wasn't enough. So I went and I did my full mat certification through physical mind. Okay. At the time. And then right away, I mean, this was like, I think 2004, I graduated 2007, maybe I got certified in mat Pilates and I started teaching at a gym kind of after work for fun a few times a week. Okay. So that was my start. Got it. Um, I used the Pilates principles, obviously like with my patients, you know, I would use some of the principles or the exercises um, but yeah, it was kind of nice to have that, like you go into a gym and you have all these people that aren't complaining and in pain and like you realize what normal bodies can yeah. do. Um, so it, it was fun to kind of have that wellness side of it and that perspective early on when you're in, um, at that point I was in an outpatient hospital based, uh, that, position. That was, and that was my next question. It wasn't that, you know, so yeah. it was, it was a nice compliment for a while. Um, 
I was always interested in the equipment. I did a few sessions like myself, but you know, the equipment's expensive. The training is, you know, expensive and time consuming. And if it's something that you don't have access to, there wasn't really a a point for me to do it at that time. Um, So I just stuck with a Matt Pilates certification for a while. After I had my first son in 2010, I moved up to the Burbs, um, quit my job. And after a few months, I'm like, all right, I need to A, get my own body back and B, find a new job. Um, So I started looking for Pilates places around me just so I could start working out to kind of get my core and my body back. Um, And I started looking for an outpatient PT position. And I kind of by accident stumbled upon a Pilates studio, um, like 30 minutes from my house that was hiring a PT. So that happened. And then when I started working there, I went through my full equipment certification through Balanced Body. So it was great because I was working part-time. I had my baby. Um, You know, there was no rush. It took me uh, at least a year, if not more, to like actually go through all the modules and get all my observation hours and teaching hours and self-practice hours. But you know, if I had a cancellation or I had downtime, I had the equipment to practice on when I was at work. So it was a great way to do that. I was there for maybe about six years uh, and then started kind of seeing people on my own, just like, again, on the side. Um, And that just kept building and growing and the need kind of kept presenting itself. And that kind of spiraled to where I am now. Yeah. So let's talk about that. You, you mentioned earlier that the last couple of weeks have been really, really busy for you. So, so tell me what's happened in the last couple of weeks. So it's crazy. I mean, I started, I started my own business May, 2016 with a goal of treating four people per week. That's all I wanted to do. Um, and I hit that like immediately, but you know, you freak out because the business side is, is scary and the legal side is scary. And like, I love doing what I do it, but that stuff was really daunting. Yeah. Um, but at that point I decided to do an LLC just because I was freaking out about, you know, protecting assets and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I made a brochure and then I realized it was cheaper to make a website. So I made my website myself in 24 hours and I just kind of did that for a while. It was all word of mouth. Um, and then at one point I had a patient who said, you know, you sound like my chiropractor. I'm like, I, I don't sound like anybody's chiropractor. Um, So I contacted him and we co-managed her case and we kind of got to know each other. And literally he was like from day one, Hey, if you ever want to sublease space, I have an extra room over here. And I was like, Oh, ha ha. I work four hours a week. Um, but as we got to know each other, I just kind of put out feelers of what would that like, what, what's rent? Like, what would that be like? And he, we worked out something that was super reasonable and I was literally there, you know, two days a week, maybe, um, And I did that for a good year and a half. And um, I was home. I saw a little, at this point I had two kids. So one was in school and I was home with my other one. So I was working like three, three and a half days a week. Um, And that was good for a while. And then a few months ago I said to him, hey, I kind of want more space. (laughs) I have this big Pilates equipment and I need more space. Um, Just to kind of see what he would say. Um, Turns out the space next door to him was empty. 
So I now have leased the space next door to him and we blew out the wall in between. Nice. So I have an agreement with him to sublease the common area space. So I still have the same waiting room, reception area, storage, all of that stuff. And now I have my own like wing. Nice. So literally I am moving this week. Like my lease starts now. Um, so exactly. that's been fun. I bought another reformer. I have another chair. I just bought a Coraline this week. Nice. Uh, Going to make a little Ikea trip this weekend, put some furniture together, but it's uh, it's happening. But yeah. I'm excited because I was just in one room and it was just me. And now that I have more space, I can have more equipment, which means that I can start to add some small group classes. So I've developed a Pilates 101, like four week class where mm -hmm. like it's more educational. I mean, you're exercising, right? But it's more educational and you're learning the concepts. And then every week after class, I made a video, like a 30-ish minute video that goes along with it for homework and nice. kind of for reinforcement and, you know, they can have that video forever. Awesome. Um, so that's starting next week. And then I also have been doing um, some workshops, like I do a Core Connections workshop. I'm doing one specific for moms this month. Um, so it just allows me to do that in my own space, which is awesome. Yeah. And it allows me to bring other people on board. I've been a one person show forever. I do, I do it all. I do the social media. I do the scheduling. I do the payments. I do all the treatment. Um, I hired another PT who's seeing her first patient this week. And then I'm in the process of hiring a pelvic floor physical therapist. A, pu a pelvic floor therapist, you said? Pelvic floor PT. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. It goes so, so well with a Pilates studio. Yeah. There's such a need for that with my population that um, that was one of the high things on my list of like, what do I need when I'm able to have, you know, more space and, and offer that. So I'm excited. So it sounds like the, that you've grown from, you know, something very small with a mat certification. And then when you were ready, you took more small training and you started very small, little, little couple hours a week incorporating it after your normal job then it slowly became your very small part-time job allowed you to have a family but yet still grow to a point now where you have space people are going to be working for you instead of you doing everything so you've done it step by step by step by step in a very slow organic way which sounds awesome because you're probably at a, a good point to handle the growth because when you just go all in, it's really a challenge for a lot of folks and they don't make it. So I love this story. And again, this is why I want to do these interview series because I know everyone's story is unique um, and how they ended up into this, this place. And, and that's, that's an awesome, again, organic growth. And, and now you're at a point where you're like, I can't do all these things. So I need to have people helping. <laughs> and the, and the, the hardest part for me was learning to delegate. And learning to like say, okay, this person can do the books for me. This person can do this for us. Um, and my wife and I run our business together. So we, we have like that, we're, we're doing ours together and I'm there full time seeing clients and she's there at work in the mom hours. So she's there like nine to two every day and she handles payroll and HR and a lot of that. So we've kind of subdivided our stuff and it's, and which makes it a lot easier having two people. But then it's been really hard for each of us to delegate outside of that. But now that we've done that over the last few years, it's allowing our business to really grow because we're not doing everything. And by doing everything, now I'm, I'm paying someone 
$20 an hour to do stuff that I can now do stuff that's a much higher value, that dollar per hour value than me doing stuff that I can pay someone $20 to do. Um, so I love that. Now, let me ask you this. You found a PT and they've started, they've saw their first patient for you just recently. Uh, hold on. What day is today? Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow. Her first patient is tomorrow. Awesome. My, my new PT that just started working for me this week has had his first patient this morning at 10 and he has his second patient uh, this afternoon. So I'm really, I'm in, I'm in the same place of hiring a PT and I'm really excited because it's going to allow me to step back and not see so many patients so that I can start growing and doing other things. So how did you find the PT? Tell me that. <laughs> well, it's funny you said the word organic because that's kind of how I feel like my business has grown is, is organically. Like my, you know, when I subleased from the chiropractor that literally like fell in my lap, you know, yeah. and this space that just happened to be next door, like I never had to go out with a realtor and look, you know, like, um, so the PT that I hired literally, I had a friend who met her. Um, they were coaching girls on the run together and found out she was a PT, had recently moved here, didn't start to get back to work yet, wanted to do something really part-time and flexible. Um, she's an athlete, you know, runner. Um, so I basically was like, oh, sure, I'll meet with her. So that worked out. Um, and then yesterday I interviewed a pelvic floor PT that I'm in the process of hiring. So again, I just reached out to my pelvic floor PT friends was like, hey, anybody know someone who wants some extra hours? Like, I'm just, I'm really looking for PRN right now. You know, hopefully it'll grow, but I have sure. to start super small. Sure. Um, do you know anyone? And, and literally this person came from, from that. Like, I, I've never put out an ad. I've never had to look that hard, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like these people are good fits. And, and I'm, I'm kind of learning as I, I go, right? Like, starting to get the systems in place of, what you have to do to hire somebody, which was a lot of work yeah. and, you know, and then starting to teach them and train them. And it's making me streamline a lot of my processes of how I navigated because when it was just me, it didn't matter if I was, you know, all over the map. Sure. Uh, so it'll be interesting in the next few weeks to see how it all goes. And then, yeah, I need to start delegating, you know, some social media stuff to not me or, yeah anything to not me, but I, it is hard to figure out what I'm comfortable passing on and what I'm still going to have my hand in. And did it really save me time and energy? It's hard to, uh, figure out, you know, what, what to delegate and to let go, you know, when you've been in charge and you're like, you know, in control. Yeah. Um, yeah. but my, my little guy just went to kindergarten last week. So that helps. Uh, all of a sudden, instead of being at home with him two days a week, now I have five days a week yeah. that I, so I, I just got more time in the world, which is helpful. So time's the most important thing. That's the one thing we all have the same of, no matter if we're wealthy or poor or, or middle class or what is it. We're all fighting to have a little more time, but we all got the same amount. It's just how we're utilizing it. Right. So, yeah. um, all right. I love it. A, a mom, two kids, now you're at that point, they're in school, so you can have kind of more set hours and set times to start growing your business. You found uh, two PTs, it sounds like, to start helping you out on a PRN basis with at least the pelvic floor. Are you going to pay these guys as contractors as 1099? Are you going to bring them in as employees? What, what's your plan with that? 
Yeah, as of right now, they're going to both be pretty part-time. Uh, pelvic floor, I think it'll just be once a week, and then the other PT will be uh, maybe two days a week-ish. As I mean, we got to build up a, a caseload. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm starting as independent contractors. My hope is that as we grow and they're, you know, working more hours and more consistent, whatever, that, you know, we can flip over to uh, more of an employee status. But to be determined, you know, yeah. it's yeah. got it. Got it. I like it. Now, let me ask you this with, have you had hired other uh, Pilates instructors or are you just hiring PTs at this point? Uh, I would like to hire some Pilates instructors. I would like to be able to offer some privates for, you know, a lower rate than what I, I charge. Yeah. Uh, and then my dream uh, so I have this Pilates 101, which is basically like a, a starting place, right? Of, teaching concepts. And even if you've done Pilates at another Pilates studio, I still want you to come and take Pilates 101 here and really like understand things a little bit deeper or understand how I do it or how I cue it or, you know, whatever. Um, I want to do a few other small group classes. I want to do a postpartum like mom's class, like a four week thing. And then they would go from the postpartum class to Pilates 101. And then I also want to have classes after Pilates 101, like, um, like a Pilates for athletes class or Pilates 201 or 102 or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and some of those classes I would like to get a Pilates instructor to teach because a lot of classes need to be taught at, you know, those prime morning times where I have a lot of patients that want to come at that time or evening times where I don't have a lot of, because I have to get my kids shuttled around to soccer and life. Um, so yeah, I do want to bring on another Pilates instructor. I have a lot of Pilates instructor friends, so I'm trying to course some of them to come in and teach yeah. a class or two and um, maybe do a few privates and again, kind of see where it goes. I'm not forcing it. I've had a lot of changes in the last week or two, sure. so that's, you know. Yeah, let, let the dust settle a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's... It's on my wish list. We'll put yeah. it that way. Now, are you, do you take insurance or are you all cash? All cash. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So I just had to ask. Um, now, so when you're seeing people, regardless if you're doing PT or you're doing Pilates, are you charging the same for your hour, your time, or do you have different sets of different prices for different things? Yeah, I struggled with that in the beginning, but, you know, at the end of the day, my time's my time, right? So mm. um, I charge the same. And the only difference I do is for Pilates, I do packages. So you yeah. can buy, you know, a four pack and save 20 bucks, same thing, uh, which I don't offer for physical therapy. Got it. So, Got it. Yeah, that's interesting. And so I, I um, the reason I asked that is because as I do the same, I charge the same rate and um, for my PT rate, whether I'm doing hands-on PT, whether I'm teaching Pilates, I'm, I'm also a gyrotonic teacher. So whether I'm out there on the gyrotonic equipment or, or whatever, it's all the same. But I always tell my clients that once they're at a point where they're just out on the equipment and they're just exercising exclusively, that's when I try to push them over to work with one of my trainers. And I have, a, I have about five or six trainers that work with me. That's my wife and her staff. And she's trained most of them herself, and we've taken them through a certification that basically leads them to take the PMA certification. And, um, and that's been how we've been able to teach people ourselves 
so that when they come work for us, they've already been trained by us over that course of that whole 400 and something, however many hours that PMA certification is. And that's worked out really well for us because I can focus on, hey, I'm going to spit see you five or six times to get you out of pain, to get you moving better, to get you get to your goals. But they're going to see you for month two and month three to really get you to the to the next levels. And it then keeps people coming into our world for, for years and years and years. Um, so they'll kind of funnel from seeing me to seeing a, pri- uh, seeing a trainer privately. And some people will stick with privates forever. And some people will end up going into our group classes where we have a maximum of four. So no more than four people on the reformer or no more than four people on our Jartonic Towers. And that's really worked out good for us because, again, it allows Cheryl to be here at 2 o'clock in that 2.30 in the afternoon dealing with the kids. And we've got three other trainers working until 6 p.m. that are seeing those, those people that are coming after work and that, that the evening hours. And so it's allowed her to stay the true to her mom hours but yet still offer classes, privates, and everything else. And then, and then for me, it helps with the buy-in to like say, hey, look, you're going to see me for a short period of time, and then we're moving you over. And if someone's coming in to, to, to pay for Pilates prices, they think it's expensive. But when someone's seen, seen me, and they're paying over 200 bucks an hour to see me, and then they say, I'm like, well, it's $85 for a private. They're like, okay. But if they call right off the, the bat and they're like, how much is a private Pilates? I'm like 85 bucks an hour. They kind of back off. So again, by using it in our initial assessment and kind of talking about it in the plan, it allows me to really set the tone and paint a different picture. They're like, oh yeah, I'm going to spend a thousand bucks for PT, but then it's going to get significantly cheaper. And then I can actually do a group class for 85 bucks a month. So again, that's kind of how I like to funnel people and keep them around a long, long, long time. And then they'll continue to come see me anytime they have an injury. And if they've been in my world like that, then I only need to see them once or twice. And then they go right back to what they're doing. So that's how we do it and, and have been doing it since I went cash about three years ago. Um, and it's worked out really, really well that way. Um, but again, you got to have the space, the time. It's a lot of effort dealing people. People is a hard thing to, to you know, talking about time is an effort to find it. Uh, when you have people to deal with, it's, it's a big challenge there. So um, that's awesome. Um, let me ask you this. Um, with your social media, I know you have a, a strong interest in di- the diastasis recti community. So um, you didn't mention that. You mentioned a little bit about some of your postpartum stuff, but can you tell me a little bit about your interest in that. And, and, and again, I'm just, that's just me being an observer of your social media. Um, and this is the power of social media. You and I've never met, we've never had a conversation and I know a little bit about you going into this conversation because of social media, the power of it. So with that said, um, tell me a little bit about your diastasis. Is that a program or is that just something you're, you're putting together? Tell me more. It's always, it's a work in progress. Um, so I, I mean, obviously I, I consider myself kind of an expert in core, strengthening, right? So hence the pelvic floor. Um, also, you know, diastasis recti, which I did a course, I think last summer, um, on it specifically. And I started to develop a, it was a three week, um, program for diastasis recti specifically, and then a 30 minute private follow-up with me after. So I did it as like a, I mean, pretty much wellness. Cause most of these people didn't have like pain from that, you know, diastasis is one of those weird diagnoses because you don't necessarily have pain or functional limitations where like, what are you going to write for your PT goals unless they have low back pain or incontinence or something else that may be associated with it. But 
there's a lot of people that don't have anything that you can think to write on paper and justify like medically necessary PT, even though it really is, you know? So it's, it's one of those weird gray areas. Um, so anyways, I developed this program just because I was finding when I was trying to treat people one-on-one that it was just a lot of new moms, they're busy. Uh, it's low on the priority list, you know, to get them here on a regular basis was just not working well when they're not motivated by pain or no. functional limitations, right? So that's why I developed a class to be a starting point. And I called it like the diastasis Re- recti recovery starter program. Like it's a starting place. Like I'm not saying three sessions and you're, you're, you're good. Although I did have some people that did close the gap just from that three week program um, because it was going through release work and breath work and core activation, core stabilization. Um, and then what I think is really important in that community is education about how do you use your core functionally? You know, how are you breathing? What are you engaging when you're going to lift your baby and hold your baby? And how's your posture when you're doing those things? If you're putting pressure on your abdominal wall all day long. Who cares what 10 minutes you did of exercises because you just, you just, you know, made them obsolete. So, um, so I did that program for a while. And then from that, so I had these people going through there and then, that kind of stemmed a need for some sort of continued uh, connection to that, you know, so they don't fall off the bandwagon, so to speak, of doing the work. So I did a private Facebook group for them, and then I do a monthly class. So it's just one night, you know, for an hour a month, and we review all the stuff that they learned in the course for the first 15, 20 minutes, and then every month I do a different theme. So like one month it was bar, one month it was kettlebell, one month it was strength training, and how do we incorporate those principles that they learned in the class into like real life workouts? Because, you know, I don't want people to feel limited because they have this issue, but they just need to know how to use their body in a different, more efficient, effective way. So um, I've been chugging along with that. And then I haven't offered the program over the summer just because of my craziness around here with everything. But now that I have the equipment, I think I'm going to change it to this four-week postpartum class where I'm still teaching the same principles. I'm still teaching a posture and lifting mechanics and core activation and core stabilization. Um, Because really, when it comes down to it, every woman after having a baby should, should know that and they should reconnect with their core. And part of that postpartum class will be checking for diastasis recti. And if they have that, then recommending that they come to me like one-on-one for PT, because now I also know all these manual things that I can do for DR, and then I can address their incontinence and their back pain and all the other stuff that as a PT in a group setting, you're like, oh, I just wish I could like get my hands on you and do this in a little bit of a different way, but it's not, not the time and place. So, um, that's my goal is to get this postpartum class up and running like November ish and then kind of funnel them into PT um, as needed. So we'll see. (laughs) Do you find uh, that it's common in men? I'm seeing it frequently in men over 60 uh, that have a diastasis. I've had like, I've had like five of my male clients in the last year that are 50 and above uh, had no idea every t- and they've been hard time, hardcore exercisers, uh, body pump type classes, lots of crunches their whole life. And they've had, they've probably been there a while. 
um, and I'm the first person that's ever found it. Have you found that in men, or do you see men, enough men to notice that? Um, probably not that many, but I definitely have diagnosed it. Like I, I diagnosed yeah. it in a man who was probably upper 60s, maybe. And when I diagnosed it, he was like, that's the alien that's been living in my stomach all these years. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, there's a name for that. You, yeah. you, you could do something about that. Like, oh, um, but yeah, I mean, it is, it's not just a postpartum issue. I mean, women who have never been pregnant, obviously men, anybody can have right. it. So I, I used to only check my postpartum women. Now I check every single person that walks in my door. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I just uh, kind of coached a, a male client on, I, I researched and I found out from a plastic surgeon friend of mine. I'm like, hey, this this guy has the diastasis. What are the steps for him to get it taken care of? And he was like, he needs to go start the conversation with his doctor that he needs to get everything written out first because they're, they're probably not going to pay for it. So we need to, that needs to all be talked about up front because they're going to look at it as an elective surgery. So for for men, what I've found, again, this is kind of new to me, but again, I, this is, a, I think, good information to be out there. With him being Medicare, he's in the process of talking to the doctor, talking to the surgeon, getting everything laid out to then talk to Medicare to see what they're going to cover. And what I've been told by my plastic surgeon friend is they're not going to cover much. So he has to kind of figure it out if he's willing to pay whatever that price is. So that's kind of unfortunate. But that, that's where I'm, I'm kind of trying to educate. Whereas Cheryl, my wife had a diastasis when she was uh, from our second kid. So she went through the process of, um, she was about four fingers wide. She went through some process of trying to short, uh, bridge the gap. It got a little better, but it didn't improve enough. Her hamstring strength was her big uh, significant issue. Um, so she got her, had hers repaired. So she is able to guide people through that process if they need to get it repaired. I don't really know how to guide the mail. So it was great information to be able to pass that on that, that, that it wasn't going to be covered, yada, yada, yada. So, but with that said, we are both uh, at a point where we're, we're getting close to time. And so I wanted to ask you, Rachel, what, what's a way for folks to reach out to you? Um, what's, what's your, your social media uh, handles, uh, email, whatever, whatever. How, how can people reach out to you if they have some questions or if, if they'd like to ask you some stuff of what you've done? Um, I can post all my stuff in, in the comments below as well, but um, my social media is the Pilates PT. Um, I think I'm the Pilates PTS on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Um, and my website is the Pilates PT studio.com. Okay. Um, and my email is Rachel, R A C H E L, at the Pilates PT studio.com. So, Excellent. Excellent. Um, any any way facebook messenger email whatever uh, works yeah yeah that's how we met through some messaging through uh through facebook through instagram so um and that's it's the power of where we're at right now in 2018 to be able to connect with people all over have a quick conversation and really get some uh information and knowledge from people and, and share uh, how we're all doing it, doing it a little differently. But again, we're all doing it in a way that we can learn from each other. Um, and I love some of the ideas that you have that video after the classes that, you know, doing a three or four week class and then sending them a 30, 30 uh, minute video after that's accountability right there. And that's, that's showing you care. So I, I love that. So with that said, thank you, Miss Rachel for joining us. I'm super excited that you're here. Um, and we can talk again in the future and continue this conversation. 
you're welcome. Thanks and, for having me. And good luck with the continuation of the growth of the organic growth that you've got going on right now. It's super exciting. I love hearing it. And, uh, and uh, I'll be, uh, we'll do another one of these to, to check in and see how you're doing in a few months and see what, what's changed then, since then. Sure. And I think I had reached out to you a while ago um, with the diastasis recti. I'm hopefully working on this project of developing a um, kind of biofeedback mm-hmm. device for diastasis mm-hmm. recti specifically, but I'm working with the University of Texas in Austin. Oh, so, gotcha. Um, if and when we actually get like a product developed at some point, they may need to work with people with diastasis recti or to have PTs that work with that. Or yeah. if there's uh, a way for a way to collaborate, to collaborate with you or, right. you know, whatever, that would be awesome. Cause if it progresses at some point, I'll come down there, I'm sure. But if not, I'm not that close. So <laughs> yeah. and if you're ever, if you ever come down here, let me know. I'm literally like 10 minutes, so 15 minutes from UT. Um, okay. so my studio is pretty close. Um, and we could get together and, and, uh, and just chit chat. We could do a video. We could do one of these live in person if you're ever here. Yeah. So, yeah. That um, was a whole nother thing that happened by accident. Like I could invent a product. Like, Oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> you're doing something right. The, the energy, you're putting some good energy out. The universe is talking to you. So, so keep, keep it rolling and keep doing good things and keep being, keep, keep taking action really is, is the key. So, all right. Well, Rachel, you have a fantastic day and, uh, we'll chat, we'll chat again. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, could you do us a favor and leave some love and write us a review? My name is Stephen Dunn. I help physical therapists incorporate Pilates into their physical therapy practice. If you would like more information on how you can incorporate Pilates into your physical therapy practice, then like my Facebook page, Pilates for PTs.